Welcome to Is That All? My name is Kevin. And my name is Nate. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how we're both feeling today, I think, right now. Uh, yeah, it's um, it has been a nice day, and that means, uh, you know, you, you have to do stuff outside, whether it's work or just, just being outside in general, even though we're not supposed to be outside, but, you know, I, I was, like, the closest I was to somebody was walking down the street. <laughs> yeah, like... Um... For for me, all I did, I was in my backyard all day. That was yeah. all there was. I wasn't side by side anybody. I was just building shit. And yeah, it's just nice to be outside for a whole day. That was uh, what it boiled down to, oh. regardless of what I was doing. Fair enough. Fair enough. My uh, my backyard is the park across the street, so that's what I yeah. did. Now the nice thing is that's not a playground park. It's an open space where you yes. can pretty easily walk around without yeah having to deal with anyone. Yeah. Except for that weird dude who you knew from your old job that, like, talked to us for, like, half an hour that one. That's, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, uh, to be fair, he is, um, he has alcohol fetal syndrome. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And he, I worked, I didn't work with him. I worked with his father who passed away. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yes, nonetheless, it, it's, nonetheless, I've just known him for, like, seven years. I knew him since he was, like, 12. So, <laughs> you just get really used to, to talking to him, but. Oh yeah. I mean, just like anybody, Jesus Christ. I I know people that have oh, yeah. uh, no issues that I would rather not talk to. So <laughs> <laughs> um. that's fair. Oh. Yeah, there's one guy in the other end of the microphone that I can't fucking get rid of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I got rid of the last one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it again. Get rid of you too. <laughs> I'll do it again. <laughs> oh shit! I brought you into this world, and I can take you out of it. That. What? <laughs> no, that's my mom that could do that. I'll get her to help. <laughs> I swear to God, I'll get her to help. Um, oh, my God. But allergies. They they planted a shit ton of tulips next door because of the oh. not being able to see the tulips at the mm. in Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, man, I can't fucking stop sneezing. I go outside and I'm like, hey, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was a little concerned with all the sawdust and everything today. I've come away with my eyes being a little itchy, but other than that, I'm okay. That's not too bad, then. Yeah. Can't really, can't really complain when it's it's not that bad, but... Uh, no, exactly. Yeah. There are people going through far worse symptoms for things, right? Now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So. I, I, I'll take the sneezing, and I'm not going to complain. Yeah. Um, as fun as it is, it's not, uh, it's not life-threatening that I'm aware of. I'm sure it could get there. I sneezed enough and couldn't stop, but I've never, I've never been one of those people. I sneeze like twice at, at most. Like I normally sneeze once and I don't sneeze again if I have to sneeze for another like three hours. So, <laughs> um, unless somebody throws like fucking runs up and peppers me straight in the nose, like, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> why? As people do. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, uh, a little heads up. I'm going to apologize if I am loud for some reason, my mic volume reset. So I am a little bit louder than normal, but 
Um, if you, it's okay. Nothing has changed from what I'm hearing from you. So. Uh, yeah, on your end, it's probably not, but I turned it down on Audacity, but apparently right. I turned itself back on. It's not, it's not that big a deal. I'm just slightly louder than I normally would be. You'll you'll see it when you see it. But. It's all good. And you know what that, that kind of leads into, because that is uh, another thing, another term for what I just said, and that's a takeaway. <laughs> Time for takeaways. <laughs> you like that segue? I do. I did like that. Yeah, I tried. I tried really hard. Not really. It wasn't on purpose, <laughs> but it worked out. <laughs> um, uh, anything good yeah. this time? Um, I, I don't have a whole lot for takeaways. I was hoping to have more on my gardening thing, but fucking none of my flower pots have arrived. So, well, damn. Um, I'm just going to piggyback off of what we've already said. Go outside. It's, it's, it's nice. You've still got like a couple hours. Well. By the time everyone hears this, it won't be. But <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it's nice when you guys hear this. I was like, dude, are you talking to somebody like specifically? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, if it's nice when you hear this, go outside. If it's not, I don't know, find something else. Yeah. I, yeah. What do you want from me? I can't give you life advice every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should ever have to give life advice at all. I really can't laugh, though. Jesus Christ. Maybe I'll just turn it down now and we'll just deal with the front half of my audio being slightly loud. Because <laughs> I just laughed and it, it peaked like crazy. Um yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. If you have a backyard, obviously go in your backyard. If you can go for a walk on a trail or something that people don't commonly use or whatever the case to still do the best on all of your stuff that you're supposed to be doing, so on and so forth, you know, try your best. It's going to be what it's going to be for a bit. Um, yeah, I, I think that would be my biggest thing as someone who just drove around <coughs> a rural community earlier today. Please fucking still follow the rules of social distancing. I know it's nice out and I just said to get out, but. Yeah, like Kevin said, keep following the guidelines right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. My thing is, uh, I'm I'm one of the people that again doesn't whatever my opinion doesn't matter. I'm not a doctor or a scientist. It doesn't make a difference. But Jesus Christ, if this if like it's not that fucking hard to follow some rules. Like I'm doing it, and I'm the biggest fucking. I don't listen to what anybody says ever about right. Anything. Like I I'm the first person to disregard what I consider to be bullshit society rules. And I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm following the arrows. I'm looping around rather than backtracking. I, That's right. Yeah. And, and, so I, just... and again, I'm, I'm really only doing it for other people. Because when I go to the grocery yeah. store, I could care less. And I see people like going the wrong fucking way. And I just like, I get like a little bit of sigh. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, if I can go the right way in the goddamn thing. Right. <laughs> if some sort of idiot like me can do it. <laughs> you fucking people should be able to right. make out of it uh without any issue but yeah um but yeah if it's nice find a way to at least be outside a little bit and be uh protective with sunscreen and such if you can because uh, uh yeah we made that mistake both today. of us are uh, a little red <laughs> yep um luckily i'm not too bad i'm just warm i'm not like the like ooh, ooh, ah, ah, ah. i'm just warm my body temperature yeah. has risen quite a bit <laughs> uh so that's where I, that's where i'm stuck um my takeaway um, because I stopped giving self-advice on takeaways forever ago. Um, you'll get there, man. It happened. It had happened for Corey. It happened for me. You, you, just for a while, you get that because that's the mood you're in. Um, my takeaway is something I've kind of talked about before. Um, actually, I might not have talked about it in the podcast. I don't know if I've talked to you about it, but I have talked about it just to people I know. And it's very similar to another game that I've uh, given the takeaway for, I think, like, three times, four times. <laughs> um, and that game was Slay the Spire. But this game is new. It just came out, actually, a couple days ago. 
or at least very recent, and that is Monster Train. I know of this game because the the name caught me immediately, and I remember looking at it. Okay, um, so I played the beta, and then it came out, and I bought it, and then I streamed it the other night for four hours. And I had some crazy runs where, like, I did not think I was going to win, and we came out on top. And uh, it's just, it's so much, it's, like, exactly what I like in those kind of games. I mean, the same reason I like Slay the Spire. I like card games. I like cards. Mm-hmm. Um, the strategy of not knowing what you're going to get and having to make it work, you know, in a, in a way that's like, oh, yeah. do I take this? Because if I take this... I know this thing does exist, and if it comes up, it's a perfect combo. But you know, with what I have now, this is a better option, and I can make it work. And how's the last boss work on this run? And, um, yeah, it's just it's so good. And there's there's five clans, and you mix them two together every time. Um, you have a main clan and a secondary clan. Um, it doesn't really make too much of a difference on what you can get. I believe, yeah, it literally makes no difference. I think it's just you get more points for the main clan to unlock more stuff for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've already unlocked the, uh, the third clan just in the three match or the two matches I played because I've won both. Um, I won the tutorial and then I won the match I played after that. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's just so much stuff to unlock. Again, there's five clans and there's like 500 cards and there's like 88 um, artifacts that you can get. And there's multiplayer mode with daily runs that are random craziness, which is the last thing I did on my stream and I I I screwed myself because I'm an idiot. <laughs> um. You know, there's the game can make you can make it harder. Eventually, when you start winning, you can um, it, like increases difficulty up to like one to twenty five is what they go through. But it, it you know it adds oh it gives you a couple more cards, but now everything has like one more attack and an extra little bit of health and so on and so forth. And it'll be different things throughout um, the ranking of how high you go in that difficulty. So okay. you can always make it harder for yourself if you're starting to get where like oh I win every time this isn't fun. Well you're doing it wrong make it harder on yourself right like (laughs) after i beat it on a difficulty i almost never play that difficulty again i go to the next one until i can beat it the opposite of adaptive difficulty (laughs) yes the way it's typically used right yes make the game harder for yourself hey you have to do it (laughs) um yeah it was lots of fun like no joke the first run that i had i'm gonna i'm gonna toot my own horn a little bit here but the the first run i had um it, it was pretty good. I, I had a couple of pretty strong units. Um, I, I'm going to use terms that don't make sense because it's just how the game works. But the the final boss is named Seraph, and it always has uh, he always has different uh, a different thing he does. Technically, it's a different Seraph every time is is what it is. Mm. And the one I got in the first run is it halves all of your buffs and removes all of their debuffs. Mm. And buffs in this game are Rage, which gives you two attack for every stack of Rage. Spikes, which gives you a spike damage for every stack of spikes. So if you get attacked, they take right. damage. And last but not least is regen, which is you regen one health for every stack of regen. And then it minuses one at the end of every turn. Okay. Um, so luckily, because I played the game before that when the tutorial started and I saw that was the Seraph, I didn't worry about running any of those things. Spikes was about it because even if you have spikes, some damage is better than none. It's whatever. Yeah. So I get to the final boss, and I never noticed this, or I just don't think the bosses... Because some stuff changed from the beta, obviously. They nerfed and buffed and figured out, you know, Mm -hmm. better runnings on stuff. And I get to the Mm -hmm. boss, the the final boss of the run, and I look over, and he's 2,300 health. And I go, what in the 
fuck is happening here? I'm pretty sure the highest he had health in, like, the easy mode in the original game was 1,100. <laughs> and, and I was like, this is more than double that. What is happening? Like, I just was, like, so... I was, like, just shocked. I was like, I, I we're probably not winning this. Like, there's almost no way. <laughs> I set up everything. Uh, it's like a three-story game. You set up your units on the first, second, and third floor. When units come in, they attack the first floor. Then they move up, uh, unless they die. And then when the final boss comes in, they fight until either they die on that floor or all of your units die on that floor. So that fight right. is back and forth, back and forth, back and forth until it ends. And then they move up. You can play some more cards and so on and so forth. So I set up on the middle floor got everything set up i'm doing they still have about 20 2190 left health wise i you because you can do some during the fight whatever the case may be and then mm-hmm. they come into the the fight it's it's a little weird how that works in the game you kind of get a couple of like minions coming in until the boss shows up okay and then hmm. um well the, the seraph uh any of the winged bosses they'll fly up and down the floors putting things in the floor that's how it debuffs you um okay. so that's how you can hit it randomly um but anyways then it comes in and i set up on the second floor so i've done maybe like 20 damage on the first floor to it just because it's doing nine times three damage i don't i didn't really set up on the first floor because of how my units were and it goes up to the second floor and i again 2190 and bam i'm doing a thousand damage is how much i can do on this floor and the next floor is no better the next floor is almost as bad as the bottom floor so I'm, i legitimately can't win fiddle around with what cards i've got do a couple heals on my front guy because it gives him a boost and so on and so forth i'm able to play something on my second guy to kind of increase his double attack and so on and so forth first couple cards i play i'm up to 1700 i'm like okay maybe it's possible it's possible i play the last few cards and then there's just a big x on the boss and my first unit takes 94 damage of his like 100 health and i'm like we did it i don't know how we did it but we did it (laughs) um what just happened yeah so it's just one of those crazy things where i'm like well i have to just use all the cards in my hand so the way they should be played and we'll cross our fingers and hope for the best and yeah from a thousand to 1700 to i have no no idea because it just x's out when the bosses or anybody's gonna die and i was just like all right (laughs) perfect we walk away now all right we just just (laughs) pretend we knew what we were doing and we walk away yeah um let's let's pretend that that was intentional yeah, I mean, I'm glad it worked out, but yeah, it was I did not yeah, think fuck. I was winning that one. Um, I guess the one thing to explain in this game as well, not that it's a huge uh, point, but the the story, the way it works in this game, is that you are uh, Hellborn. So you are like demons and shit trying to re-spark the fires of hell, and mm. angels and priests and all that kind of stuff are trying to stop you. Mm. So Seraph literally sits on a throne over the frozen pit of hell, the um, hell's heart to stop you from being able to relight the fires of hell with your train you're literally just trying to drive your train straight into the you know heart of hell to reset the fire cool yeah i like it so yeah um that's my takeaway i think it's uh it's on sale so it's like 28 19 or something it's regularly mm-hmm. like 29.99 groovy but yeah i'm gonna check that one out if it's something if you like those types of games or interested in roguelikes or card games or any of that crazy stuff or collecting stuff or unlocking stuff uh it's fun yeah excellent you know me i like my collecting yes 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 um yeah do you have slay the spire i guess te- technically I you have it yeah i don't know if you have it on pc but i know you have it on the xbox uh, i do have it on pc as well okay <clears throat> yeah 
because I, I got it with Humble right. a while back. Um, well, a while, I want to say like six months ago or something. Uh, yeah, I remember seeing it on the thing. I assumed you had it, but I gotta ask, man. I don't know how many games. I got too many of my games, my own games. I don't know what I have. Yeah, I hear you. I don't know your games. <laughs> <laughs> So it was happening. I was trying to make some space. I'm like, why is all the roller coaster ty- tycoon stuff installed in my C drive? When did that happen? <laughs> I think the better question is, why do you need all of the roller coaster tycoons installed? Roller coaster tycoon two is the only one you need. I mean, you're not wrong because it has the best sandbox mode. But yeah, exactly. Its sandbox mode also bothers me because you have to turn money off. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, you know what that means though that leads us into the trailers the trailers <laughs> I don't know why I said it or like they, that how they should be the, the previews because we also <laughs> the main part of yes. the show <laughs> uh, yeah uh, I've f- I found a few trailers this week actually I think uh, studios seem to be banking on that theaters will be open again sometime end of June and yeah. July so yeah, we'll see um yeah that's uh i I don't know what you could do you'd almost have to do like third capacity to uh, you would pretty much yeah you'd have to be uh, a row you'd have to figure out the math but you have to do a row apart no one can sit a row behind directly behind somebody else and there has to be like two seats between you and the next person yeah you you would have to bring your ticket sales down to a third to half capacity basically yeah to to make it work or they have to like um, diagonal the seats and you can sit in these two seats or these two seats and like diagonal everybody because yeah um like people get up in the middle of a movie so even if you are in the same row how does that mm-hmm. you'd have to go like two people on each end of a row and then the row in yeah. front of that can have two people in the middle <laughs> yeah it's um it'll be interesting to see how they make that approach and to see if anybody will actually go through that first little bit. But, I fair if they, yeah, they open it back um, up, I'm almost willing to go because no one else is going to be willing to go. Well, that's the thing, right? That's you during that first little bit, you can almost safely say like, yeah, I'll be able to find a seat that's fucking away from everybody. Cause I don't think anyone will go, but yeah, yeah I don't know. I, now that said, I'm usually, I rarely go and see, a movie has to look good for me to go and see it within that first week. Anyways, yes. I typically am the guy who will wait four weeks and go when nobody else is going anyways. But, yeah. um, yeah. Anyways, we'll see. Hence why the first trailer I'm going to talk about, they're smart, because it's going straight to Netflix. Fucking bypassed all that bullshit anyways. Uh, we talked about this movie because there was a teaser that didn't really reveal anything two weeks ago. Yep. This is for The Old Guard. It has a full trailer now that gives you a much better idea of the story. Yes. Um, it makes it look a lot more exciting. Yeah. Uh, and this movie looks good. Um, I'm not going to say it's going to be anything groundbreaking or game-changing. Nope. But uh, it's going to fall into that same family as, like, the John Wick or the Jack Reacher movies. It's going to be good, and it's going to probably merit at least one sequel, so. Yeah, yeah, um, it's, it'll definitely be a fun time. Just, I mean, yeah. like, we talked kind of this about this before, but, like, Charlize Theron just is, is good in movies, so. Yeah, and she picks, she picks and chooses her battles, right? Like, she doesn't usually attach herself to a shitty project. No, I mean, I, I would have to look at her IMDb to go, oh, I didn't really like that one. But yeah. even then, I would say the worst movie that I can recall her being in would probably be A Thousand Ways to Die in the West. Yeah, million, million Ways, but... Or A Million Ways, sorry. And even that yeah, I, I, isn't that bad of a movie. I think it's just... It, it. You had to be the right audience to watch it. Yeah. I, I think if we were getting going to get Western fans, 
that wasn't what you were going to get. And I think if you were going for just straight up comedy, I don't know that that's what you were going to get with it either. But uh, yeah, I, I agree. I, I would say that that is probably you're correct in that statement. But yeah, it's yeah. only that because it's not. Yeah, it's just a weird movie. Yeah. That That's all. It's not a bad movie. It's just strange um, for what it is. I mean, yeah, even Snow White and the Huntsman isn't a terrible movie. Um, no, and her part in that is actually really yeah, good. Yeah, and that's the like, thing. Even the movies that are eh, she's still easily the best part of them. Because I didn't really like Mad Max, and I thought her character was great. Oh, yeah. She was fucking... She's probably the best addition to the Mad Max franchise, like, yet. Yeah, so... she. Oh, I, I feel like she outshines fucking Mel Gibson, for sure. Um, that'd be my opinion though um, but yeah okay. the the old guard it looks really good again just to recap this is based on a graphic novel um, based on a group of immortal assassins yep. who basically try to clean the world up as they go about their day to day yeah like the first couple of seconds or like, yeah like 20 seconds of that trailer is them walking into a room and them getting like pew, 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 and they'll fall to the ground and then they just get back up and she has an axe and it's like ah! yeah so yeah, um, I'm very intrigued. I'm gonna. This trailer definitely makes me want to check out the graphic novel. The premise alone had me kind of interested. Now that I've seen this, I I really want to read it and see what it's all about. So, yeah, can I um, can I change my answer? Yeah, my her worst movie for me is Hancock. <laughs> ah, I'm like the one person that doesn't like that movie. Yeah, and I'm not. I don't hate Hancock, but it is definitely not a strong movie. Yeah. That's for sure. It's just so in plot, acting, or yeah, it's premise. it is literally to me the like epitome of a television movie. Yeah, it it had such great potential that threw it away by the end. Yeah, that was the yeah. All right, uh, I also had that trailer, but I'm going to talk about one that we've also talked about before, or at least uh, Corey and I had talked about it previously. But mm. they finally came out with the second trailer. And that is uh, Tenet. Nice. Yeah, I had that here as well. Um, and this movie looks fucking insane in every aspect of, like, if you watched Inception and you were confused at the end, you're going to watch <laughs> fucking five seconds of this and be confused at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. There is nothing about this trailer that makes it any clearer as to what's going on. Yeah. I think Inception, at the very least, you could be like, okay, they're diving into people's dreams. That makes sense. Yeah. So anything I'm seeing is probably an illusion. Yeah. This, I don't fucking, the premise of it, nothing you're, everything you're seeing is quote unquote real, movie real, yes. in the sense of that universe. And like. Yeah, everything yeah. that you see has already happened, and then you see it happen. Dude, I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to comprehend this. Movie. In reverse, yeah, this is a very, <laughs> I feel like this is a very heady concept of time travel that's going to take a little bit of wrapping oh, around. yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Even for people like you and me who are. <sighs> versed in this concept of science fiction. oh yeah yeah like that's it like i i will probably understand once i see it but like the trailer it makes it look incredible like I, oh I've yeah i've never been almost i've almost never it, been more interested in a movie than i have in this movie uh, yeah in a long this time. feels like a very new way of looking at time travel like this isn't gonna be your dad's fucking terminator or time cop <laughs> this, this is your grandpa's time new... travel <laughs> <laughs> this isn't no Take flintstones you. meet the jetsons <laughs> Could you imagine? I fucking... I wish... I also wish that was their tagline. <laughs> Tenet. This ain't, no this ain't Flintstones meets the Jetsons. the Jetsons. Yeah, I fucking wish. That'd be incredible. Um, and, and also, just based off of this trailer, not that I've had any issue with this casting or anything like that, if you ever needed more proof that Robert Pattinson is going to be fine as Batman, yep. it's this. 
this motherfucker can act. Just let him have that it. That guy, yeah, from what few scenes we see, he's basically playing British Bruce Wayne in that scene. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, that's it. I mean, so yeah, yeah. That's the thing, right? I want to blow up a plane. That's, well, nothing dramatic like that. Like, not in the air, nothing dramatic. It's like, well, yeah, how big of a plane? Air. Plane. Okay, well, that might be a bit dramatic. It's, that might be a tad dramatic. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> all right, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I, I want to know why yeah. and what and how. <laughs> And reverse. Yeah, I also didn't realize that one of the people writing the Batman was one of the the people from Westworld, the TV show, either. Right. Um, and he recently did an interview where he says, like, this is going to be our next ev- evolution since 1939 when Bob Kane first released these books. This is going to be our next phase of Batman. Sweet. So same as the others created their new evolution, this will be theirs. So Perfect. Um, it basically sounds like they're not trying to be anybody that's come before. And they're doing yeah, well, I mean, that's so. incredibly good. And I would say that might be part of the issue with Ben Affleck's Batman. Not that I thought Ben Affleck did a bad job. That comes down to a bunch of other stuff. But, I, yeah, I think the issue is he's trying to be a Batman that exists. Yeah. No other and real I, that, Batman has been. They're, they're all their own Batman. Yeah. And I we've had that discussion, too, that boils down to, well, we're going to talk about this shit later, too. And I so I don't want to get into yeah, it. Yeah, we but are. It's my last trailer. So. It's, yeah. It's clearly a char- uh, creator who has a vision of what Batman is and a perfect version of that from the eighties and hasn't yeah, moved on. has never di- never diverged from that. So yeah, fair enough. you're, you're an actor trying to be something with a director who's really trying to be something. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yes, in that case, if that piece is on your, whatever, that's my last trailer. So when it comes to trailers, that's, I want to end on that by the way. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. And that means I don't have to talk about it later. So that's, I'm happy yeah, about that. I can cover it. Um, so my next trailer, this is a horror one. Uh, this is another Jordan Peele. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't look at this. And one. it looks fucking... This looks like a movie that's going to make me as a white person real uncomfortable, but it's going to be good. <laughs> um, it's called Antebellum. Oh, okay. I... Uh, and from what I... This is... I'm not... I haven't looked into it at all because the plot or the trailer was so good that I just want to walk in blind like I did with his other movies. Right. From what I could tell, it looks like... People from the present, or from like it, from future, I will say, being taken back in time and abducted as slaves to go into the cotton fields. Oh shit! And it, there appears to be this very heavy sci-fi horror element. Uh, again, this is Jordan Peele, so this is going to have some uncomfortable moments and stuff. It looks really good uh, for something that's as crazy concept as that. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of watching it right now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, again, the trailer doesn't give away a whole lot of the plot. No, but it, it is definitely fucking eerie. Yeah, like there there seems to be this element where someone from our time, or at least somewhere between the 80s and 2020s, or several people have been taken back into slave times uh-huh. and abducted. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's definitely a very strange-looking movie. Uh, I have all the faith in Jordan Peele yeah. as a creator at this point in time. Um, and it's uh, Janelle Monae. So. Yes, yeah, also a fantastic actress heading it. So yeah. um, I feel like Jordan Peele is creating a new generation of horror movies that, while sticking true to the old rules, have fucking made their entire new set. Uh, so I'm I'm looking really forward to this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we all know my opinion on horror movies, which is funny because I have yes. shit to talk about later, later. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, his, 
his take on them is is different like his ability to write helps and solves the issue that i have with almost every horror movie is that it mm-hmm. just doesn't know what it, it doesn't know how to tell a story it, it yeah. wants to be scary but it it just like yeah but how do, how do i end it i made it scary but what do i do it's like you gotta think about yeah that. and That's you usually important. wind up either with the super hopeful ending or the yeah, dead ending. super depressing ending yeah and nothing where between. jordan peele seems to find these strange Yes, people survive at the end, but you don't necessarily feel like anyone won. Yeah, yeah. In <laughs> a Jordan Peele movie, like, the bad guy didn't win, the good guy didn't really win. Well, that's it. I mean, in horror movies, that's <laughs> how it should feel. I mean, that's the point of it yeah. being a horror movie. You should feel relief for the the antagon- or protagonist, but you shouldn't, like... Ha- feel fully comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just went through a bunch of crazy shit. You should be like, oh, I mean, thank God that's over for them, but, like... I, I, as a viewer, can't get over what the fuck just happened. How are they going to get over yeah. what the fuck just happened? Yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, <laughs> I'll talk more about horror movies later because it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's awesome. I didn't have that on my list, but uh, I'm intrigued. I still have not seen one of his movies, which is very funny. Um, it's just, again, it's because I don't really watch horror movies, so it, it's hard to sit down. But I know just from trailers and everything I hear people talk about it, I know that I'll like it. Like which one is any that? of them. Any of Jordan Peele's movies. Oh, okay. Because I haven't seen a single one. Oh, you haven't seen any of them? I no, okay. no. I just don't... Yeah. Um, not my... Yeah, no. you'll you'll enjoy them, man. Like, it's just... They're cast so well, and they're written so well, and shot so well. Like, yeah, yeah you... Do, maybe that's something we should do. The Maybe that's what we'll do for Halloween. We'll do a, a Peel-a-thon or something. Yeah, sounds, sounds good. Yes. Uh, Peel-a-ween? <laughs> that sounds gross. No, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Halapeel? No, I don't think anything is going to sound um, in, not inappropriate um, that we do for this. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll work on it. <laughs> or we'll have to we'll have to work Jordan in instead. Yeah, that's of what I was trying I don't to think. think like, anything with Peel, I don't think is going to work. Uh, well, we're definitely on to doing Jordan Ween. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm interested, and that comes out sometime this year, so it'll probably be around then, and we can even do one where we go and watch it, and then come back and talk about it if we're allowed to go and do that stuff by then. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right. Uh, I'm going to jump to a trailer that I'm sure you did not have on there, but it's okay. um, the way movies have been going and a lot more behind the scenes and documentary style things. Um, this is one that uh, just for a movie that is just so. I think I actually do know. the way Oh, do you actually? Yeah. Oh, that's funny then. Is it? I might. But... You, you don't know me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't put it on my list, but I, I did watch it. You did watch it? it. Um, I just put it down because, again, we've kind of been talking about this stuff, and, and less new, new movies are coming out recently. Um, and, yeah, it's just such a uh, – it's it's a – it's pretty much like a, a – not a behind-the-scenes, but a take on, like, why it's just such the, the best, worst movie ever. Yeah, it would be um, like if you tease, had a movie – yeah, it'd be like if you had a movie about Rocky Horror Picture Show, basically. Yeah. It's detailing the impact Showgirls has had. Oh, Showgirls, sure, yes. On uh, on this cult following of people who just love this movie that really wasn't that great. No, but... it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's but it's, it's so bad that it's like, it's almost good. Yeah. It's kind of like, it was kind of like The Room was back in the day. Yeah. Um, But yeah. less... Un- well, like, I mean, his was unintentional, but, like, everyone for filming his movie had to have been like, this is, this is Oh, bad. no, I, you had to have hoped that everybody on that project had to at least been sitting here being like, this is going sideways, right? Like, yeah. but, 
but we're just going to keep going with it? Okay. But yeah, just so... In- Whereas I think people with Showgirls thought that this was going to be something different. But, yes, yeah. I mean, that's it. Was, it. it was a, a movie at a time where, like, that was the kind of type of movie. And so it was like, yeah, this is going to be a good movie. Everyone's going to love it. And it's just... It was not. And, yeah, just the, the fact that it won, like, m- like worst movie of the decade and a bunch of shit from Razzies. And, but it's just people mm-hmm. talking about, like, why it got there, but why everyone still talks about it and people love it and... Yeah. And I didn't even realize there were live shows. Yeah, I mean, me neither. I did like not that know that. that. And then it showed it, and I was like, oh my, are you serious? <laughs> uh, yeah, people doing the fucking hand motion and stuff. I was like, I didn't even know that's where that came from. Yep. But fuck, yeah. Yeah, the whole, it's just uh, funny. It looks interesting. I'll give it that. Yeah. Like, it's... So, if you haven't seen the movie, I would... I don't even know what would be better, to watch this first and then watch the movie... Or watch the movie you'd, and then watch I feel it. like you'd almost have to do it like a, a, th- a triple feature. Watch the movie, watch the this story, You Don't Know Me, and then watch it again. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Not that you would ever... Yeah. To see what you get from it, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny, though. Yeah, uh, it, it definitely... It's an interesting slice of a piece of culture, I think, that we didn't know about. Oh, no, yeah. Um, I, I just remember I saw that, and I was like, oh, that's the girl from Save by the Bell, and I saw her boobies. And that was about the end of that movie for me. <laughs> Yeah, that, I won't lie. When I was younger, the movie—it's just like, "Okay, are there gonna be more boobies?" Yeah. Nope. Nope. No. Meh. Nope. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and that's that's what that movie has been pretty much. I, I don't think I've seen it since I was a small child, but I knew it. I, no. Even just looking back at it, I was like, "Well, it couldn't have been that good because all I cared about was the boobies." At least Titanic. Well, you is want like, to know the best okay. part? I think pretty sure the last time I saw it would have been like midday on TBS. So oh, there it had like the horrible rotoscoping. Yeah. Of them painting like a shirt over her chest, so Ugh. it was. Uh... My last memory isn't even of the boobies. Damn, unfortunately. Uh, all right. So, what's one of my? Uh, what's another decent one for? Yeah, I technically have two more. One being the one. The last one. Yeah, there's not as much good sci-fi stuff. Um, no. A couple horror ones, but yeah. yeah. Mostly war movies that I saw. Yeah, and not to say that they're they look bad. It's just I don't know. War movies aren't really my thing for the most part. Yeah, fair enough. Um, um I mean, I really. Yeah, one of those one of those that does look interesting. A war movie was Defy Bloods. Yeah, yeah, um, by Spike Spike Lee. Yeah, so that that looks cool. That's a bunch of guys going back to Vietnam to a bunch of black soldiers going back to Vietnam to get treasure that they had buried there. Yeah, so that's a thing that uh, people talk about a lot. Is that like in Vietnam they they got a lot of gold from these things and they hid them and it's almost impossible to get it back so that's an interesting uh yeah. take and yeah it's like an all pretty much all black infantry yeah um and they're I'd be hard pressed to name any of the actors other than the guy who played Black Panther yeah Chadwick um, Boseman yeah and yes. he isn't even in the present day stuff he is in the no he's past in the past day stuff and that's that's yeah. what I thought was that's why I wrote it down because I thought that was interesting that the movie did same here. I wrote it down for the cinematography. Yeah. That was the main thing. Because the way that movie is shot looks so fucking cool. Yeah. Um, stuff that they've clearly... Like we said, Chadwick Boseman, who's clearly didn't wasn't alive in the fucking Vietnam. <laughs> but, like, uh, the way they've aged the film. Or, for all I know, fucking Spike Lee. He may have shot it on a fucking 1970s camera, for all I know. So, right. um, I'd have to look more into it. But that the cinematography alone looks really cool on it, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's really all I have for that one. Yeah. 
Yeah, fair enough. Um, I'll talk on the other war one really quick because it's like inspired by true events. And it's just the outpost. Yeah. Um, do you have that one as well? Do you have any other ones? I I had seen it today. I didn't write it down. Yeah. Uh, just another. I I just go over it quick because who's in it and and that stuff there. But um, yeah, you do have some great sci-fi actors in there for sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just one of those uh one of those movies that I think my issue with it, but I just wrote it down because I'm sure some. I'm sure tons of people like it because they like those types of movies. It's just hmm. talking about war movies that like, again, we're talking about Vietnam, which happened in the seventies, sixties, uh, I believe. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Sixties. Yeah. Um, I guess what's his name? Stop being president. Like what? 68. <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, not that I, not that I'm like, Ooh, that's too soon. It's just like, we're st- still over there. Like <laughs> this is like yeah, technically we... present. <laughs> yeah. The war is technically over, but we're still doing shit. So um, yeah, it's, uh, it's just weird to have a concept of, of movies like that. And I'm okay. Like I again, I'm I'm just being picky because not that I need another World War Two movie or anything like that and that kind of stuff. But like, not to also be a weirdo. But like, when are we gonna like War of the Roses war or like you know what I mean? Like some yeah. crazy old fucking you know Dark Ages knights and fucking catapults wars. Yeah. If we're going to do some war movies. <laughs> I still don't know what happened in the Falcons. British people talk about it all the time on TV. I want to know. Oh, yeah, you're right. They, they and just I refuse say, to look it up. They just, yeah, they just say it like you should know. And then I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. I, maybe I should know, but that's on you. I don't care. <laughs> I put my work in. <laughs> I heard you say the word. Um, exactly. But yeah, this is just like an outpost that gets attacked, like was getting attacked constantly. Um, just like small pot shots to then get attacked pretty much to figure out what was wrong with the defenses and yes it's got a couple of people and it's got um jesus christ uh, orlando bloom yes. is one of the yeah. the biggest actor probably yes. and scott um why can't i uh oh yes that's uh the kid who played banshee oh he yeah he's in it as well um and but it was scott eastwood like clint eastwood oh son. yes 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 yeah. yes um and then yes yes the dude who played banshee um yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, an interesting cast, and I don't think it looks like a bad movie. It's not my type of movie, but it's just, uh, yeah, I just thought it was like an interesting cast for. It does look like good because sometimes they pick I random people in those types of movies. So, oh yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the last main one that I'll mention that has any sort of kind of geek cred is a movie called Dreamland. Oh. Um, this looks a little more indie. Uh, it stars Stephen McCaddy. If you don't know who Stephen McCaddy is, you've seen him. I guarantee you've seen him in a movie. You just didn't really notice it. That's good. He's one of those uh, that guys. Uh, he played Hollis Mason in Watchmen. Uh, he played uh, the Leonidas's and the Queen's advisor in uh, 300. Um, yeah, he, he's got a fairly long career and he's a great actor. He just, again, you don't necessarily notice him when he's in stuff. What? Who? Stephen McCaddy. Maybe I'm not looking at the uh, right movie. M-C-H-A-T-T-I-E. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Um, the movie also stars Henry Rollins, who's a little more recognizable. Um, yeah, there's no way I'm looking at the same movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. Uh, but he was in uh, He's Not Dead Yet, and uh, he just he was in Deadly Class last season for a while. So, um, <clears throat> Uh, McCaddy, like I say, he's known Watchmen 300. Uh, he is very well versed in horror movies and things like that. So he's got pretty rooted in deep geek culture. Uh, 
in this movie, he's playing a sort of, you know, uh, hired gun, every man type of thing uh, until his boss, Henry Rollins, decides that he's going to apparently, from what I gather, sell like an underage girl to this guy who thinks he's a vampire to be his bride. And apparently McCaddy's character isn't going to have any of that. He that's where he draws the line. Uh, child prostitution. Nate, I might good place to draw the line. I, I might need to. Yeah. I might need to help you here. Apparently, this movie came out in July of 2019. Oh, it's still coming up as new trailers, but oh well. Wouldn't be the first time I've had a old movie on here. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. That's why. That's why because I clicked on uh, Dreamland 2020, and that's why I was like, this is not the same movie. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, 2019 is when it did its like circuits, because it's a smaller movie, right? Yeah. So I think that was its festival run, and then now it's getting ready for theaters and things like that sure, and digital release. I'm not judging. Do what you want. Yeah. I also like plugging Stephen McCaddy whenever I can. I like him as an actor. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, the the other ones that I had aren't really that big. Uh, a movie called Relic, which is kind of a haunted house movie. Looks kind of like it's going to be the good version of The Visit, um, which was M. Night Shyamalan's kind of shit the bed one. Uh, a movie called Infamous, which is kind of a modern-day Bonnie and Clyde story. Basically, Bonnie and Clyde had Facebook and Twitter and shit. That's funny. Uh, and Exit Plan, which is probably the most intriguing one, which is a foreign film. Ah, boy. But it is done in English. Yeah, okay. uh, and it's a lady who's trying to claim her husband's life insurance, but there's a question of whether he's actually dead or not. He apparently went to this, ho- this self-suicide hotel and checked in. And so they've got the suicide note and everything in video format, but they don't have a body. Right. So this investigator goes, checks into the hotel to try to find, confirm that he's dead. And then, you know, uh, then suspense ensues and mystery and intrigue and whatnot. So fair enough. Those are kind of the the few throwaway ones that I didn't want to get hugely in depth with. Awesome. But still looked halfway decent. Fair enough. Um, Yeah. Uh, really quickly before I get into the final final one because we talked about yep. the the King of Staten Island last uh, episode, yep. I watched another trailer for that, um, and it was kind of like a behind the scenes trailer. That, oh. And this is actually like half based on uh, Pete Davidson's life. His father was a firefighter that died during nine eleven. Crazy. And about like him trying to figure out how to live his life after kind of that not quite the same obviously he didn't want to be a tattoo artist and that kind of stuff but just uh, very similar things he did he did go through very similar things after that that's very cool um, i like that yeah and a lot of people in that movie like our family our actual family members oh that's cool um and that kind of stuff so uh yeah i saw that that, that would explain why this is such a departure and why this feels like such a big movie compared to what other roles he's played i think so yeah that's cool. I like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm still actually pretty excited for that movie. So, um, but yeah, I saw that like two days after and I thought about texting you and I was like, no, 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 I'll, I'll leave the secret. <laughs> <laughs> I love how life of us has gotten to a point of, like, do we tell them now or do we wait till Saturday? Yeah. Sometimes it's for me, it just depends on what it is and how good it is. This was one of those this things that like, it wasn't life or death for you. Like I knew you weren't going to yeah. be like, oh my God, but you would be exactly the kind of answer you gave now. So I was like, I'll just wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait for the exact moment to be like karate chop right in the neck with the fact of this is about <laughs> his life almost. Um, yeah, I think like I think his uncle is in it, his mom is in it, or at least they were on set for most of the the time. 
That's pretty cool. So, and just like a lot of his like real life friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, the behind the scenes trailer was interesting. I, I watched the, it was like three and a half minutes and I watched the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it, it broke my extension span. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, go on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've watched things now and I'm like, uh, something's on TV and I'm already like looking at my phone for the next thing I want to watch because I'm like, oh, fuck. But I can't, <laughs> on the TV, you can't like look at one and like watch one and try to find another. So I'm like, I'll just find it on my phone yeah. first. And, <laughs> all right but last but not least and i thought about leaving this for news but then i thought you know what there might be some actual good news um not that this isn't good news oh there's there's definitely well there's news that makes me happier and more excited than this yes, for sure but i mean like big big news but i think this is because yeah. the the trailer or the video that got leaked um about this is more exciting so technically it is trailer ish um, okay, so I didn't know that anything had leaked for this. Um, so. Okay, not probably not what you think. So you can go look it up, but it's not not going to be what you think. But um, I, I messaged uh, Corey, or Corey messaged me, and I responded. Um, and this might be, give people a hint. With uh, apparently, I, I was like, "Fuck petitions." Yeah. Um, because we talk about really? this all the time, and um, I mean, we even had a full episode about it, obviously. Because uh, we have yeah. a, a one that was called Signer Petition or whatever. But yeah, he literally sent it and just with a huge lull. And I was like, goddamn petitions. Ha ha. Uh, and that is because we've talked about it actually last week, I'm pretty sure. And that is that the uh, Justice League Schneider cut. Or, or Schneider cut. I don't know. I, I want a Schneider cut now as well, actually. Schneider? <laughs> yeah. Rob Schneider. Schneider's cut of the movie. Um, <laughs> uh, but sorry. Uh, Schneider cut. So Zack Schneider's vision of this movie is going to be released it does look like it's going to be all black and white because that's going to help with probably the fucking cg um, oh god yeah looking less terrible and that kind of stuff there but you're only going to be able to watch it on hbo max yep which i mean is the bonus means i probably won't have to look at it for a while yes um and it's gonna be 2021 so to give an idea um they had a a screening or he did a, a big screening at his like over instagram or something um i'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure how he did it uh and that's what the trailer is it's it's them watching i think they just watch regular justice league and it's like oh and then we're doing a q a and, and henry cavill is actually just here as well um mm-hmm. on zoom to talk as well if you have any questions and then one lady's just like well this is probably the the king of all questions when are we going to get to see the snyder cut and then he's like well that's a hard question and then henry cavill is like we'll just tell him <laughs> and then that's that's it it's the the fact that it is actually going to come out and we're actually going to get to see it and then we'll be able to decide whether or not i think it was another waste of two hours or potentially four hours of our life from what i've read yeah yeah i think well they're not going to put any of the reshoot stuff in it that's good so it's just going to be what he had filmed as what he was going to make the movie um so it should only be two hours maybe two and a half because he makes long ass movies but I think I think what we get from this is one of two things. Either, I mean, I'm sure this is, I don't think this is a petition thing. I don't think the petition is what got this to work because I don't think the petitions do fucking dick all ever. What I think no. this was is. I think this was, yeah, sorry. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure it's, I'm, most of it's money, but I'm sure it's also Warner yeah. Brothers being like, listen, shit is not fun for anybody right now. And I'm sure a lot of people will yeah. be happy just to find out that we are going to release this fucking movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, it gives it, people that work for Warner Brothers a job. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely too. I, I think that's your main thing. One, it's the fact that you've got the guy who wrote and produced the movie 
pushing. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's your other main thing. Like, we're not making money in the box office at this point in time. Let's get people excited about something else yeah. and try to get uh, yeah. try to get them fired up. So at least, and then maybe this will help our box office when we are able to put movies back in theaters yeah. and whatnot. So at least I, I, my heart, my my part that believes in humanity at least believes there's like parts of this that are not just money based. Like obviously Zack yeah. Snyder's part is not money based. He could give a fuck. He just oh I, yeah he he literally movie. just wants his fucking Justice League on screen which I respect yes that. that's fine um and then as much as it's pissed me off for the last two years yeah, yeah, it's, it's fucking it's I get it um but I I like to believe whoever at Warner Brothers whoever pitched the idea or whatever was like listen people are having fucking a shit time right now this is an easy yeah. thing to us to get money because that's been apparent the whole time and like give people something to be happy about since they've had been stuck inside for God knows how fucking long yeah so. At least that's my my thought press on it. So as much as I don't think it was the petition, and I hate those petitions because just learn to deal with the fact that you're not always going to get what the fuck you want. Yeah, I I think that the thing that annoys me about the most about this is now I'm going to have to deal with another year of listening about the Snyder Cut. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) When I've already been sick of it for three years. Fair enough. But I think the downside is you know we have to watch it, right? Yes, and, and, and we are going to, yeah, yeah. That, that's the biggest thing. We are going to wind up watching it again. Yeah, that's and... the thing is, like, I think we also have to rewatch the regular Justice League. Yes, which is even worse. which unfortunately I just did a little while ago just because it was something to put on for noise. You fool! I know, I know. Never for noise. If you're going to put um, something on for noise, put on, like, Suicide Squad. At least it's somewhat, like... That's a good point. Could, something to look at for half a second when you look over. True. You fool. Yeah, um, and I think... The result of this is going to be one of two things. Either this will vindicate Zack Snyder and we'll be like, oh, you do know how to make movies that everybody likes, not just you. Yep. Or it will just 1000% solidify everything that I've been saying for the last three years, which is fuck off, Zack Snyder. Yeah. um, Go and read Dark Knight Returns and masturbate again. Yeah, I don't even know if I want it to be great, because I I agree with you, Zack Snyder is not the greatest. That's why I'm I'm not going to start a petition for the Snyder cut. Um, But but I, I think it just, it will be one of those things as well that like maybe, just maybe, people at the upper ups don't know what is best for a movie right and that's kind of more so what i'm hoping i'm hoping that it's it's not fucking amazing well and it's funny uh because i i watched a thing on wisecrack maybe i'll make that my takeaway what watch wisecrack it's like because science but with philosophy um and someone was saying like what was wrong with the justice league and what Zack snyder what was the problem with Zack snyder's vision on camera and basically it was like well, it's really hard to deconstruct superheroes if you haven't constructed them first. Yes. Like, we didn't get to see Superman become, like, a paragon of hope. We just basically got to see him become a shitty person. Yeah. (laughs) We never got to see him become a good person so we could see him deal with bad stuff. He was just a person who dealt with shit. Yep. So, yeah, I... But, yeah, so I'm I'm hoping, again, that it's that good, because I am somewhat sick and tired of, like, um, just the the fact that like head ups at most companies are like, oh, we can't have this because of this, or we have to have this because like, yeah. like the pandering to some people and then just the shitty like decisions because yeah. oh, like Venom has to be PG because why would you ever need it to be rated R because he's a fucking right. monstrous murderous fucking alien. 
for well, and yeah, and I don't know why percent of the time Venom exists. Yeah, I for me, I would have looked at what the comic books did. And I would have mirrored that. Yeah. Yes, Venom started out as a fucking hard like eighteen year old character yep. that you shouldn't be reading otherwise. He transitioned into being a good guy, yeah. and that's again that's my problem with the Venom series. It's hard to deconstruct a hero or have a villain have an arc yeah. to turn to hero if you don't set them up as the other thing yes. first. And and even the, the hero is super loose because it kind of depends yeah. on who he's with. And even when he first goes back to Eddie Brock, he literally kills a priest. Yeah. Well, and even even right now in the Venom series, like technically Venom is an honorary Avenger at this point. That's not to say that he isn't still a quote-unquote lethal protector and he isn't still doing the hard shit it's just yeah he's yeah i don't know he he's definitely not as hardcore as he used to be but but again you don't get that satisfying arc yes that is eddie brock without having him be a piece of shit first yes that's 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 that, kind of my yeah, hard part 100 percent. all right well that's 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 a lot of trailers because we actually had some trailers this time um so yeah, yeah. in that case this just in it's the news really felt like i sounded like cory there because my voice broke about four times <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it um i really only have three pieces of news man okay i i have a couple decent pieces and some things that are not as decent but yeah. uh as is always my trend yes no fair enough uh my first piece of news uh really probably only matters to me i won't lie um those of you familiar with the Marvel Legends action figure series, um, if you're not familiar, they are very, very well constructed action figures. Like definitely, I would say they're durable enough that you could give them to a kid and let them play with as a toy. But they are designed beautifully, so they are just as much a collector's item too. Uh, they are releasing a '90s animated series Spidey figure, huh. and the reason this excites me is because I had an action figure from the original 90s series that had the full range of articulation that this one does, and it broke. Oh. And I no idea where it wound up, or I lent it to someone and it got broken. And Nate never lended anything to anyone again for the next 20 years. Oh, yeah. Um, Me too. And I still don't <laughs> lend things to people because I don't trust um, them. Yeah. So, so that's why I'm excited. Like, this is one of those things I may legitimately spend, like, 50 bucks, buy two of them, so I can have one to take out and one to put on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Um... So I'm a little excited about that. They're also going to do a Green Goblin. Um, oh, and there was going to be another one. I can't remember who. There's three figures all together. Two civilian and a hero and a villain, I believe. So. Okay. Well, I'm assuming um, Mary Jane. Yeah, one one would think. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm pretty excited about that personally. That's a that's an exciting one for me. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I got nothing wrong with with some action figures, some toys, as you call them. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this one's actually a little more in-depth because it's got swappable hands, whereas the one that I had had one fist and one web shooter. Nice. Like he was going to spray people in the face and then punch them. Yeah. Like he was a, just a Which, dirty fighter. He was just going to throw sand in their eyes and then fucking swack them. Like just swack them right in the side of the head. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just funny that that's like the only thing you could ever imagine with your toy was that. <laughs> or that he was just going to poke him in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and bonk him on the head he was either a three stooge or <laughs> he was a dirty fighter i mean either way he's a that's dirty what fighter. happened to shemp <laughs> that's fucking funny um both of my things have to do with the arrowverse so 
I, yeah, I was going to say, I assume you've got one of the things that I have on here for Arrowverse news. So. Uh, yeah, I got two. Um, technically three, but my third one isn't that great. Um, so I just let you do a couple and then I'll do three in the middle and then you can edit off because that's all I got. Okay, copy that. Um, I don't really have anything else Marvel related, unfortunately, but, uh, so the other one I'll do, I'll just jump in through the Disney universe. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, so Mandalorian, we mentioned last year that it had been confirmed that Boba Fett did make an appearance in season one, although it was just his legs. Uh, we also confirmed that Boba Fett is going to be appearing in season two somewhere. And apparently there have been Timothy Oliphant, who has been confirmed for season two, has been seen wearing Boba Fett armor. Uh, now this has been pretty much confirmed that Timothy Oliphant isn't going to be Boba Fett. I think that's pretty safe assumption for everybody. Yeah, um, why would you have just a body, especially when they confirmed that, um, uh, I left this up purposely so I could look up his name, look at his name again, uh, cause I really, uh, Tamura Morrison, um, who was also an Aquaman and whatnot, he is doing the voice, he's been confirmed as being the voice of Boba Fett, keeping with current Star Wars canon, um, so it is highly doubtful that you would get an actor of Timothy Oliphant's all fantastic's uh, caliber yeah. just to be a body actor and not say anything. Yeah. Well, and if he um, talked without his mask on, then you'd have to fucking dub it and everything. That seems like oh, that's just a waste of time. They would right. never. Yeah. And if they so, do, that's uh, good on them, I guess. Yeah. Uh, people are figuring that he is more likely a character from the extended universe that they're going to bring back. Um, I know the last name's Vanth. What's the first name? Cobb Vanth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, who was part of the novels that were originally part of the extended universe, who was a uh, lawman on Mandalore or not on Mandalore on Tatooine. So kind of like a ranger type guy who eventually bought the recovered armor of Boba Fett um, and started to use it to help fucking bring some law to Tatooine. So people are theorizing that that would be a more likely character. Uh, especially since they have been bringing over the last five years more and more characters from the extended universe back into the current continuity. Uh, people figure that's a little more likely that he'd be that or a similar type character um, rather than Boba Fett himself. So, nice. uh, Which I'm cool with. I, I like Timothy Oliphant. I, I really like him when he's playing law um, sheriff type roles, so Deadwood or um, Justified. So... Uh, it would be kind of. It would definitely be a typecasting for him, but he'd be good. So I'm pretty stoked for that. Nice. And uh, even if that's not the case, I want to know why Timothy Oliphant's wearing Boba Fett armor now. Yeah, me too. That's a question I need answered. So. Yeah, fair enough. Um, it turns out I have one piece. <laughs> one piece of non. <laughs> um, news. <laughs> um, have you seen Mythic Quest? I know we talked about it, but have, have you seen it? Yep. Um, um, apparently, um, there's, there's a, a, a spoiler, but I'm, I'm not, I haven't seen it, but apparently they have episodes done in quarantine. No. Oh, um, that's cool. the, the show's new episode, Mythic Quest Quarantine, provides a glimpse at how the sprawling cast of quirky characters are coping or not while working on their titular video game from home. Huh. So there's legitimately an episode of them working on it in quarantine intriguing um this says how it's how they did it and all that kind of stuff but i'm obviously not going to go into that because i don't want to ruin it for anybody because i haven't seen it 
and I don't. Yeah, that's right. if, if other people haven't seen it, like yourself, haven't even heard that that was a thing. I just thought it was really interesting. I just literally came across that right now. Yeah, that's cool. I thought so. I like it. Uh... Okay, given the fact that you did said you didn't have anything else that was not Arrowverse. Yes. This one will probably be right up your alley. Um, Mega Man is getting a new comic from Boom Comics uh, based on the Mega Man Fully Charged series. Ah. Um, Cover art looks fantastic for it. I don't know how I feel about the concept art for the internal of the book. Um, But Mega Man comics are usually pretty decently done. Yeah, you are correct. Uh, So, And Boom has a very good history of taking... TV and video game properties and making some pretty good stories out of them. Yes. Uh, Partially because they rely on creators very heavily to help with their storylines. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, While I'm not necessarily stoked on the internal art of the book, Mm -hmm. uh, at least for what I've seen in the concept art, it's it's probably going to be pretty good. Yeah. I'm assuming you did not see any of the show, the new show. No, I didn't. Um, It looks like the new show. Um, Okay. So it's not... I kind of figured that. It's not awful. It's not... To be fair, I haven't really watched it. I just know that, like, it, I mean, it's a kid's show, so I can't, and I probably will still like it because I like Mega Man and that kind of stuff. And I, to be fair, I watched fucking Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures or whatever at oh, both yeah. seasons. I, literally, I've spent the last, like, four weeks going back through all the 90s cartoons from Marvel, so it's... Yeah, and, and that Mega Man show, or the Pac-Man show is not the greatest, but it's still funny. No. I've I watched My Little Pony um, for a long time. Uh... Put it this way, I went back through and watched the Fantastic Four cartoon and found redeeming elements. Every show's got something. Oh, yeah, so. I mean, you can find an episode of almost anything. Oh, that's it, like, um, John, for the longest time, um, yeah, you know who John is, uh, yeah. he, he hates My Little Pony because he hates bronies and he just doesn't <laughs> want to be anything to do with that culture. And, I mean, it's fine, I get it, it's whatever, but... He, he, he's bromophobic? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's brownophobic. Uh, he's also just he's just weird like that. He gets on like I don't like this because I don't like this, and that's the end of it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I mean, everyone has that, but that that's just his one thing. And I was like, you, I was like, you do know Weird Al is in an because he loves Weird Al. I was like, Weird Al is in an episode. He's actually in two episodes. <laughs> and he's like, that's awesome. He's like, what? And I was like, yeah, he plays like a a a comic like a bad comic punny uh, pony. His name is, uh, I actually can't remember what his name is. I, th- I think his name is Cheese. Or <laughs> his, like, pet's name is Cheese. I don't really remember. It's a long time ago. I literally haven't watched the show in, like, five years. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it was just one of the things. Like, you can find an episode in almost anything is at, at the mm-hmm. end of the day. So, um, as much as, again, that's why I stopped trying to crap on movies for why they're not good. And more so right. of, like, what I would change to try and help it be better. Yeah. Because um, it's got something, there's something good in everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, that's awesome, though. I haven't gone to get comics or even think about comics in fucking forever, but... Yeah, I got to message Paul and send him some money. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm sure I've had some stuff build up since the last time I e-transferred to yeah, him. Yeah, fair enough. I thought about buying one of those mystery packs just so I could see if I got fucking Batman Doom. Right. Damned. Yeah. Because that's that itself is worth like a fucking hundred bucks. I actually don't know. I didn't check to see if it was the print with the dick or not. That's a good point, yeah. That'd be worth looking into. Because if it is... I, I personally, I have the dick print. Yeah, see, I don't. But I would... I, I stare w- at it every I day. I would like the dick print. <laughs> <laughs> I would like the dick print because unlike most comics nowadays, that will actually have value in a handful of years. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, it has value now. I mean, I right. fucking, I had no idea, but that man damned. Uh, this is somewhat news. <laughs> um, with dick. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, how much? Jesus Christ, if I could type, we'd be finished this sentence. <laughs> <laughs> we would have been finished hours ago if I could learn to fucking type. Um, maybe eBay. Just to get an idea. E- eBay. Jesus Christ, Kevin. <laughs> Fuck. God damn. That's too much dick on my mind. I can't stop thinking about it. Uh, there's a part of me that really wants to make the episode called, titled Dick Print now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would, except for the fact I don't think iTunes let us. I, I, know. I don't know what they. <laughs> I don't know what they censor or anything. Um, yeah, looks like uh, about a hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, Batman damned compared to the I think twenty that we initially sold for. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. And there's technically one up here for eleven hundred, and that's the um, I think. Is a variant cover? I was gonna say that has to be the variant or the holographic. I can't Jesus remember Christ. which. It also is it signed? Yeah, it's signed. It's a signed variant, and it's ten point. It was it's rated ten. Yeah. So they literally got it. It got signed, and they fucking sent it off to be done immediately. Yeah. It's eleven hundred bucks. But yeah, it looks like Crazy. roughly about a hundred dollars for the first issue uncensored. Because I mean, that's the only probably one that... the most had anything yeah, probably the most valuable comic i own at this point <laughs> yeah that's the most valuable comic most people own because most yeah. never went like that hasn't happened in years right the comic oh yeah like i'm pretty sure my buddy cameron has like an icon number one that isn't even worth that i think that's worth like 70 bucks properly graded right yeah i should yeah. i should get my <laughs> this was super off topic but i should get my um spider-man 2099 issue one yeah man graded Especially now the twenty ninety nine is a thing again. Yeah. I mean it sells non graded and everything for like seventy bucks. Yeah. So I should look into that. Yeah. I don't know how I well I'll double check to see how good a call it is. But I also have Magneto yeah. twenty ninety nine. <laughs> nice. Which is like, why would you ever need that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know why my dad bought that, but there, yeah, there were some weird 2999 series of all the characters they decided to bring into that era. There were some odd choices. Yeah, yeah yes. The Punisher makes a lot more sense now. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so the last piece of non-Arrowverse stuff that I would have, because I'm guessing you have the other stuff. Yeah. Uh, PS5, Sony made a bunch of announcements for it. I'm not going to go into details because I really don't care about CPU and all this other bullshit. Yeah. Uh, console go better than old one. That's <gasps> that's really all I ever care about for the most part. Yes. Um, so they've announced all the tech specs, the logo, all this other stuff. If you want them, hit Google. It's all out there. I'm not going to list them here. Um, they did confirm that mo- at least the most popular PS4 games are going to be backwards compatible. <laughs> so some of your obscure titles might not be, but all like the top 100 will definitely be backwards. Uh, conveniently, there was no message about backwards compatibility to other systems, which they had kind of promised earlier in the development. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no mention of PS3, PS2, or PlayStation backwards compatibility, though. Yeah, that's interesting. Which I, which w- from the get-go was something that I had said, I will believe it when I see it. So, yeah, I have yet to see this it. This is one of those times where I think 
and very similar to last year where xbox dropped the ball because they came out way too early saying a bunch of shit and then they couldn't yep. eventually get there um and it's funny because microsoft still gave their press conference first <laughs> yep. and uh i think they have the better console this year i think the issue with microsoft is going to be at least for the next bit is finding games mm-hmm. um like uh like gears of war is fine i have no problem with that but like other standalone games yeah the thing is we we just had we it feels like we just had the newest gears of war game i, we, I think that's the issue we did right? yeah so i mean yeah. what do you get when you buy the new console i mean i've seen we talked about this before as well i've seen the jumping back and forth between games i've seen it live um like not in person technically yeah. but i yeah, i yeah, saw yeah. a video of a guy who was not someone who works for microsoft who actually got to take one apart and all that kind of stuff and jumped back and forth between five different games with like just the loading time of the game coming up and mm-hmm. back exactly where he was, all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see this this year. I mean, the yeah. problem right now is, is who's going to be able to fucking afford a console at Christmas time? Yeah, uh, no, that was something <clears throat> Sony didn't give an exact price point. They said that it should meet consumer price standards oh, yeah, or something along those lines. Like 600 bucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I, think, uh, I know I probably won't be buying it this year. That's yeah, for sure. Me neither. I think Microsoft even said they're only doing limited quantity for the first run because yeah. there's no there's no point in them making a shit ton because not everyone's going to be able to buy one. So they've not even well exactly right. They're like we're yeah. making this many. If we sell them, we sell them. If we don't, it's whatever. That's the thing. Fucking not everybody is full of the world's not full of factory workers like me who fucking have been in the trenches this whole time, still making money with low risk. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh. Yay. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, there is a very good chance that Microsoft will be my fifth gen console as well, so or my newest gen console. We'll see what happens. Yeah, first, but. yeah, he, me too. I still have not played a single game on my uh, PlayStation. <laughs> wow. Listen, man, I don't fucking know what you want from me. No, it's fair. There's a lot of shit. Hey, if I didn't dedicate time, let's be honest. The reason the Xbox One has been used so much lately is because I'm trying to finish fucking Red Dead Redemption. Yes. <laughs> well, that's it. That's that's actually half the reason I got back into streaming was because I wanted a reason for me to play games again. And yeah. I know part of the reason that I watch people play games over playing them is because it's easier, it costs less, and you know sometimes I just don't feel like you know. For, I mean, for at least a couple years, I yeah. felt very meh. Yeah. Um, so. Well, I mean, we had that discussion. That was the whole reason I started streaming was because I I couldn't pick a point to start to try to work through everything. So, so interesting. All right, Arrowverse yeah. news. Yeah, let's let's hit it. I'm all through my shit, so let's let's get into. We got three of them, yeah. and I'm gonna go down the rabbit hole. The middle one is annoying to me, but it's not the like most like oh damn. But the first one mm-hmm. is that Legends of Tomorrow. Um, I think like Mark Guggenheim is mm-hmm. not opposed and has no issue with Swamp Thing showing up in Legends of Tomorrow. Woo! Um, that makes me happy. He didn't appear in Christmas and Infinite Earths technically. Um, no, I think there was a flash that didn't actually show Swamp Thing. Um, I think it showed the Bayou. Yeah, but it showed the Swamp, showed exactly. Um, but be, he's like, but because we have Constantine so much, um, he's like, I don't know whether or not we can, but... I don't see why we might not. <laughs> he's pretty much I think, like I would. I he he's pretty much on board that he would love to do it. Yeah. Um, well, and it's um, 
and I mean, technically right now they could do DC universe crossovers with CW if they really wanted to. Yeah. Depending on how they want to handle all that. You you could quite easily. Right. Um, especially the swamp thing being in development hell right now. Right. And by hell, I mean basically dead in the water because no one wants to fucking put out the bill for another season at this point. Yeah, so. exactly. And I think, I mean, he's already stated that he knows Swamp Thing. Yeah, yeah, because he, yeah, there was that little Easter egg uh, line in one of the other ones. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what it was. He's, yeah, I can't remember exactly, but he's pretty much like, yeah, I know, oh, oh, yeah, like, oh, a monster from the Black Lagoon. He's like, well, technically I know one. Yeah, exactly. Kind of line. I don't remember it exactly, but that's that's the gist of yeah. it, at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I'd be okay with. I I would really hate for Swamp Thing to die after season one like it did and not get anything out of it. Yeah, that's fair. Because that was... Pro- that Ah, God, that season was so good. I still haven't seen it yet. So good. It's un... I, yeah. It's un- I, uh... <laughs> So well done. <laughs> no, fair enough. Um... Yeah, I I get you. I I like Swamp Thing, so it'd be interesting to see. Um, yeah, and if as someone who likes Swamp Thing, you will probably very much even as someone who doesn't like horror as much, you will probably still very much like that. Yeah, that season of Swamp Thing. Uh, I I I don't know how much you've seen of it, but you get to see some characters that you wouldn't think you would get to see ever on TV, and yeah, there's some good shit in there. Nice. Um, my thing, this is the annoying one to me because I, this character could fuck off in my opinion, but this is also legends of tomorrow. Um, in so far, I haven't heard any of this legend stuff, which is good. Um, that you probably just have the big one then I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, so more and more Guggenheim talking about stuff. Um, there's a episode coming called doom world. Ooh. And apparently in, like, the second page of the script, uh, Sarah and Amaya are chasing uh, an unknown superhero. Uh, and then it turns Ooh. out to be um, Felicity in that timeline. Uh-huh. Right, yeah, exactly. So she has a long purple coat, a mask, and a high-tech wrist device. And I was just like, I don't care. I did, this is, she's my least favorite character. Yeah, you literally could have told me that any other one from person from Arrowverse was the hero that they were chasing. And I'd have been more excited. Right. Man, when they brought Ragman back for, like, part of an episode, I was like, oh, sweet. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, thank you, because what the fuck happened to Ragman? <laughs> well, he left, right? Because the, the... Well, yeah, I know, but, like, <laughs> closure. You want, yeah, like, oh, he left. Well, that's not good enough. Well, I can bring him back for one episode if you're going to end the series. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice having him back. But, I mean, they did explain why he left. The, the yeah. fucking nuclear bomb blew up his... Yes, I know. And then he's like, well, I, I'm just going to go and figure some shit out. Bye. <laughs> That's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, last but not least, the big, because I don't care about the last thing, I just put it in the middle. Cause, yeah, yeah. Um, because the other one is not technically news. It's a hopeful. This one is news and it's crap. And then this one is relatively big news. Yeah. yeah. Um, because the show didn't do awful. And it no. did get a second season. Yeah. And for some reason... And they're still pushing through with it. Uh, yeah. So Ruby Rose is, is not coming back as... Yeah. Batwoman. Yeah. Fucking left field. I And when I first read the article, I immediately like, cool, so Batwoman's done, I guess. Yeah, so that's uh, what I would have assumed. But no, apparently they're going to recast her. Mm-hmm. Um, not something that happens very often in TV shows anymore. 
but apparently CW has put the investment into season two, so they're going to fucking roll with it. And yeah, uh, they haven't announced who they're going to replace with, but yeah, but mm-hmm. I don't know. That's because uh, when initially when I saw that and I saw then I saw like a Batwoman season two, I'm like, is fucking Luke Fox getting a sex change? Like, are we going that oh far down the rabbit hole on CW God now, or God. like? <laughs> it would be. It would be almost the plot line that I would prefer, but um yeah, yeah, I uh that was very left field. Apparently she found the TV shooting schedule to be a bit much, I guess. That's the reason she's given anyways. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not... Um it was just compared to movie sets, it was a lot of hours consistently for a long period of time. So yep. I I guess that's what her main reason for leaving the show was. Whether there was anything else behind it, Hasn't been revealed yet. Yeah, it's hard to say. I, I would assume that might actually be the real reason, because think about how much money she probably makes on a movie versus how much money she... I mean, she probably made almost the most on these out of these people being on the show. But yeah. still, yeah, the amount of work and the fact that like now I like can't be in a movie, like it's almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Like it's way harder. I have to work like 10 times as much. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that is probably what it is, but... That'd be my guess, because Ruby Rose isn't the type of person to let all the shit that the poison that the internet delivered at the start of the show. Yeah. She's really not the type to let any of that f- stuff bother. No. Her. So yeah. I can't see that influencing her decision at all. Um, it, yeah, I almost, I, I agree with you. I'm pretty sure hundred percent that that's been the main thing. This is a movie star who didn't like TV hours and the, the way TV works for that kind of stuff. So, um, which is fine. That happens. Um, yeah, it's just interesting. I, I, out of left field for me. Like, I did not expect it at all when I. Oh, neither it. did Whoa. I. Like, you, you see something like this, and you assume like, hey, this person found their cash cow, and they're gonna ride that for however eight seasons or whatever. Uh, especially with something that has the built-in popularity, but yeah. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, interesting to see who they recast and how that, if that changes the dynamic of the show in any way, shape, or form, too. Yeah, I, I mean, to be fair, I don't think ruby rose is the best best actress anyway so i'm sure it won't be that big of a deal mm-hmm. but uh it'll be interesting to yeah. see. i and i don't want to spoil it for you because i know you haven't watched everything of it yet yeah it, you start to see her failings as a dramatic actress in one of the more intense episodes toward the end of the seasons yeah um and you start to be like yeah, maybe you weren't the best one to portray that. That said, you could almost make the argument that Stephen Amell didn't do any better with any of the super intense scenes that he dealt with, too. No, so. yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, but yeah, for a handful uh, of seasons, I, I thought that was mainly just because... I mean, he can't act, but I don't know. Um, yeah. But for the longest time, I thought that was because they just, like... I, they didn't know what route they wanted to take with Arrow. And then after a while, you're like, oh, I think this just him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, and it's not saying Stephen Amell is a bad actor necessarily. It's just that maybe he doesn't have the full range to hit some of those deeper moments, yes, right? it's more intense. Um, and I feel like that's kind of what you hit with Ruby Rose. Good actress, just I think yeah. given the severity of that one episode, I don't think you, you didn't feel it from her. Yeah, fair enough. Whereas I think where you get like Grant Gustafson and uh, oh, yeah. Melissa Benoit, like... They fucking emotions on their face 100% of the time. Yeah. You know what they're feeling in any scene. Oh, yeah. I mean, without a um, doubt, Grant kills it. And most of the people on that show. The Flash has the best cast. Oh, 100%. Without a doubt. Be- between And the best handling of their cast, too. Yeah, I... uh, in terms of diversity, in terms of the way that they don't heavy hand anything. 
no, yeah. They've got to portray the best across. Oh, the board. that's the one I didn't really talk about, but it's kind of semi news. But because, um, Flash, like, because all the shows had to end the season early, mm-hmm. um, there was a possibility that Danielle Panabaker wasn't going to be in the last three episodes of the season seven, season oh. six. Season six, right? That's season uh, one. Seven. Yeah, six. Right. Whatever one we're on, right? She yeah. wasn't going to be in the last three seasons because she's pregnant. Yeah. Um, but because now... Oh, yeah, yeah. And you could tell, and don't get me wrong, the last episode, you could tell they're shooting around. Oh, it. yeah. I mean, even before that, right? That's the whole reason she was on the couch under a blanket. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yes, you can super tell it even more so in the finale because I, I, that, that one I have finished. I, I don't know whether it's because of how much I watch stuff, but I... You can almost, I can almost always see when they're shooting yeah, around. When someone's pregnancy pregnant, anymore. yeah. I mean, it's the same. I think it's just how much. Or because I used to have to do shit like yeah, that. Like, have to work yeah. around it. Yeah. I, I, assuming for you, it's a bit of both. For me, it's definitely because, like, as soon as I see someone, as soon as I see a female character that legitimately has no full body shot in an episode, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll maybe think about it. And then if I see another episode, I'm like, oh, they're pregnant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like instantly, I'm like, oh, that's why. Um, but yeah, it's um, so she might come back. She might actually be in those episodes because they're pretty much just going to toss them onto the beginning of the new season. Yeah. So they actually might have they might rewrite it a bit and put her back in because the pregnancy and everything will be done probably by that yeah. time, and she'll be able to film again if she wants to. Which I'm cool with that. I like the way that they've handled the Caitlyn Killer Frost dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, that that had every opportunity to be a horrible notion in the plot yep. and it's played out well. Yeah. And, uh, and that even inspired killer Frost's transition in the comics to becoming a hero rather than a villain too. So, um, and that's all that whole process worked out organically and nothing of that has felt forced, which is nice. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I mean, again, flash, I think the only thing really that kind of draws the ball on flash a little bit for me is Iris. And I don't even think yep. it's that bad. I just, to me, no. it's like, uh, it's just a little bit uh, over the top. Iris, this season has been frustrating, but then that's because you were dealing with a very bizarre plot line involving Iris, yes. I think. Um, um, yeah, yeah, I just mean yeah. her character in total, because it, it's, I get that they are a couple, and they're one of the couples that have existed in comics for just as long as, you know, anybody else, pretty much as soon as you rewrite, you know, Barry Allen being the Flash instead of, um, like Wally West, like that switch type of thing. That's, you know what I mean? It, it just, nonetheless, you, you have them as a, as a couple. So I get it. It's just, it, sometimes it's, it's heavy handed, like her, like being in charge. I think it's the problem yeah. with most of these shows, just in general, the Arrowverse shows is that they have too many, too much cast in relevant to what the flash does. Yeah. Um, so it comes across, but literally, um, uh, like Jesse L. Martin, Tom Cavanaugh, even like recently in the last couple of seasons, uh, Danielle Nicolette, uh, uh, Cecile, mm-hmm. kill it as characters. Oh, yeah. Like they are the yeah. three, like they, and, and Grant, Grant Gustin is, I would never, like it upsets me that Ezra Miller even, like they're like, oh, he's going to be the, like, take the TV flash, God damn it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Especially when you did a crossover, yeah. you bastard. Be fair though, the crossover was it was at least good. Hilarious. They, they did a good yeah. job of that. But I mean, those <laughs> I characters, and then even again as backup characters, um, more so because I don't think they do as good a job, but they do a good job nonetheless. It, like Cisco, Caitlin, and and Iris, yeah. um, do good jobs uh, in their respective parts. But literally, the the older cast, the the people that are in it, probably the least 
are huge points in that show. And and yep. I, he's not on this list because for some reason they don't give me um, Dibney. Yeah, but uh, Ralph is one of my favorite characters in the show yes. because realistically, in my opinion, this is what should have happened in the comics. Ralph and Plastic Man should have been merged into one person. Yes. At some point, whether it was New 52 or Rebirth, and just one stretchy guy with a kind of amalgamation of both their personalities. Yeah. And, <clears throat> yeah, to, to me, that character works a lot better than having a separate Eel O'Brien and Ralph Dibney. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, he kills it. Um, I, I'm with you. He, he might be my favorite character in the show. Well, and that's the thing. He plays a mixture of those two characters so well. Mm-hmm. Because he's got all the brains that Ralph had, for sure. Yep. But he's also got all of the lovable ineptitude. Yes. And the, the yeah. you know, the... Semi-assholeness. Yeah, exactly. The 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 schlubbiness that yeah. Eel O'Brien had at the same time. Yeah. And it's just this really good mix. And fucking Sue Dibney, uh, or she's not Dibney yeah, yet. Yeah, Dearborn. Sorry to anybody who doesn't fucking know that. Yeah, but. yeah. Well, I was going to say that. They're, and, and just their chemistry, chemistry immediately... Yeah. ...is incredible. Like... Even better than, and this is the funny thing to me, than any of the couples have had in this sh- in any of these shows so far. Right? <laughs> like yeah. Any of them. I don't even. And care not to mention, except for maybe the Superman way they've and handled Lois. Sue. Yeah, and, and the way they've handled Sue on, on the show actually would make everything that happened with her in the comics make so much more sense. Right. And I so much and, more. Sense. And it's one of those times where they did a female character, and she needs absolutely no one's help no even in the slightest she does not need anybody's help yeah it's uh she's easily one of the best handled characters that i've seen come into the entire universe i I don't know if you had any more news but i'm i'm more than okay with just talking about because like i just watched the season finale this morning but like i just incredible because i love the first season arrow and some of the second season um, and then that show fluctuates for me. Yeah, like, you get good storylines and bad storylines, and you're kind of up and down throughout the rest um, of the series. And as much as The Flash has that as well, the characters themselves make up for it so much. Um, yeah, I find you don't notice that you've hit a character-centric episode of The Flash that didn't have a lot of action or anything until you get to the end of the episode, and you're like, huh, really wasn't a whole lot of speeding or vibing or anything in that one. That was just character. Yeah, and it's, I just, I'm okay with that. Yeah, and and just like just everybody's character, like everything Joe does, you feel like like oh god, you, yeah, you you're upset, you're happy, you're angry. Like when he has an emotion, you have that emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that now Cecile has the ability to kind of read the room, so there's no confusion of like people can't get mad at people for no reason, which is like the dumbest thing in TV shows. Yeah, and well, in life, but. yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, in life, it happens a little less because people aren't freaking out about murderer fucking blood people and mm-hmm. mirror people. Um, <laughs> so she's like, she kind of gets rid of that nonsense that happens in those kinds of shows. And just, I mean, her character in general, just her, her way of carrying herself is, is great. And mm-hmm. every time Tom Cavanaugh becomes a different Nash and, uh, and the fact that now he's yeah, all and, the Nashes technically. Yeah. Uh, the, the a premise that had every opportunity to fall flat on its face and let's admit it saved partially by tom cavanaugh being him but um yeah it just worked so well 
and just gave him so much room. Like, I feel like we would have gotten sick of Harrison Wells by now yes. being a dick. Yeah. Whereas the way Tom Cavanaugh has been able to jump and play different Wells has kept that character fresh and kept us interested. So, yeah, yeah. I just, man, it's, it's one of those shows that I, again, I, I was on Arrow's side for so long because uh, literally the first season of that show is so good. Mm-hmm. And then, like, again, Flash is just hard to, to to get away. I mean, Supergirl has its problems probably the most of the shows. Yeah. Um, out, out of the most of the shows. And Legends, Legends at times can be kind of not boring. I don't know how to explain. Um, Legends has doesn't always necessarily fully utilize the stories that it has access to. Yeah, I think that's like that's because they've got the potential to tell the most elseworld style stories and everything, and I don't think they always maximize on that. Yeah, fair enough. And I think the thing, but the thing with Legends is I don't care what continuity they keep, don't keep, whatever, because the show is what they have to do has so little tie in to everything else. Yeah, it's just fun. It's more fun than anything else, so it doesn't matter as much. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I saw a shit ton of movies, by the way. If, if, I don't know if you did anything interesting <laughs> besides work, um, the last couple weeks, but, uh, obviously I've had work, but I did watch, I finally watched Crawl. Oh yeah, that's um, funny. yeah, which, uh, good movie. I, I highly recommend it to horror fans and everything. Okay. Um, it's not fucking anything new necessarily. It's kind of like Jaws with alligators, but ah. um, more. Of, it's almost like Jaws meets Haunted House with alligators. That's that's kind of the best way I can describe it. Okay, okay. Which makes it sound ridiculous, but also good. So, fair um, fair yeah, I really liked it. And one of the, I actually I won't say that because it'll spoil the ending. But um, another one I watched uh, was a Netflix movie with Sean Ashmore, which was also kind of a sci-fi movie. Also starring the guy, um, I know him as the dude who played Peter in fucking Heroes, but most people know him from This Is Us now. Okay, yeah. Uh, plays the dad. Yeah, I think you talked about it. Uh, he's in it as well, and his performance fucking kills it. Nice. It's, it's not the greatest script on the planet, but that guy's performance fucking saves the movie, because he does a really, really good job. Okay. Uh, and Sean Ashmore, obviously, he does good in it, too. All right. It might be Aaron, too. Whichever one does TV more than movies, I can't I remember. think that's Aaron, but... Um, yeah, so that was really good. Um, other than that, I finished Clone Wars, so I'm gearing up to watch the newest season of that now. All right, all right. I, I'm at the point. I rewatched all the, the others, so I want to do that. I watched Rise of Skywalker twice because I was just inebriated enough that I couldn't follow what the fuck was happening the first time. I, you know what's funny? Is I was, not that I thought you were drunk, but I legitimately was going to be like, because you were like, what the fuck did I just watch? And was that real? Well, and that's the thing. Then I watched it again and I was like, no, I, this wasn't necessarily the booze. I'm just, this is kind of a fucked up plot line and I'm having trouble following yeah, it, which you, says something for me. I think the issue is it's just not good. The Babu Frick is yeah. the best part. So I mean, that's the only thing you really have to care about. Yeah. Like I, and it was a movie that started out good and just fucking fell more apart as it went on. And I, yeah, and this is some coming from someone who saw who everyone hated the second one. And I was just like, I don't know, it wasn't that bad. That's I, dude. I think the same thing. I think the second one it was pretty good. I don't need them going to the casino planet unless they're picking no. up fucking um, Lando. Yeah, agreed. The only bonus to that was that it led to that fucking epic scene with Phasma, and then but is it that epic? 
it's like half a second of her getting shot. And it's like, oh, that's why she's fucking bulletproof. And then she dies. Well, yeah, exactly. It, that's the And that's the piss off with that scene. Oh, we finally get a little development and she's gone. And, and then also, why aren't all stormtroopers made out of fucking shiny metal? <laughs> right? Um, now, I'm sure there's something like it's, I, I want to say Juristeel, but Juristeel is what Boba Fett shit has made. It's got to be some polymer that doesn't exist fucking frequently. Yeah, I, I would assume it's also something that's rare. I just think it's a, a, such a loss on a character. And no, 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 it's a, I don't like those movies to begin with. Babu Frick is the best part. C-3PO and Babu Frick is probably the funniest shit that I've seen in, <laughs> it, like, just in comedy movies in the last bit mm-hmm. is probably the fucking funny. Because Babu Frick is just like, Babu Frick. And you're like, tiny. (laughs) And then it's like, um, semi-spoilers, but you should have fucking seen it by now. And I don't care because it's Star Wars. The fact that C-3PO has to get his mind wiped and then he comes back and he's like, hi, I am C-3PO. And then he's just like, I am Babu Freak. And then later on when it's like, Babu sent us. And then C-3PO is like, oh, Babu, my oldest friend. The first person he's, that was funny he's first person he's introduced to as new c-3po and it's just fucking killed me and then that at the end really of the good. movie when you think he might be dead and then he pops up and he's like yeah you're like yeah <laughs> <laughs> like that that was my journey through that movie <laughs> right like yeah exactly like you could really give a shit about everything else that happens it's yeah. just yeah um, yeah i don't know the very very end of her doing the thing uh, that's the one thing I want yeah, to but Her last line I like, and like that's the good way, and that's what you saw coming through that yes, whole movie. exactly. Yeah, that's how it should end. And, but yeah, there's just so much stuff that's like, I apparently did not understand how the Force worked at all. Because yeah. Because now it is just fucking space wizards. It wasn't, and now it is. Now it is, yeah. That's the fucked up part. Like, I, I'm one of those people that had no issues with Metachlorians because in... I get that it's sci-fi, but it's also fantasy. But in a, in a sci-fi, you have to, like, something to explain it. Yeah, and exactly. Metachlorians was fine. It was stupid, but it was fine. My brain can grasp that, yeah, some people have fucking particles like mutants. It's yeah. not a hard and I can <laughs> And I can accept what Clone Wars expanded on, that there is the universal force and there is the, uh, what do they call it? there's the physical force and then there's the universal force and universal force is what you join when you die and shit. Yes. And then the physical force is what you're able to use for fucking force powers and whatnot. Right. And the way that fucking Dave, uh, Dave Filoni explained that in Clone Wars made sense yeah. and it worked because so. that guy fucking respects the source material exponentially. Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, interesting. It's just what we got with that was just like, I, what? <laughs> it's just not a great movie. I've seen a recut of the very end with, I need a hero. And I'm going to tell you that's way better. I can send you that because um, uh, Corey sent that to me forever ago. And I fucking pissed myself because it's just that whole scene where, like, he's running up and everything. And it's just like, I need a hero. I'm holding up over here. And, it, dude, it's the fucking greatest thing you'll ever see. Um, it makes that movie about fucking ten times better. But it's a, a very similar to me like any of those movies. And... And even the same issue I have with um, Civil War is it's an entertaining movie. You will not sit there yeah. and then after the movie go, oh, that was complete ass because it's yeah, I something was bored. exciting to watch. Like something is happening. It's just none of it makes sense. 
And, no. and that's where those movies lose me because I, I am a, such a plot heavy person that like, yes, even though yeah, there are explosions and I understand that it was entertaining and that people will love it just because yay stuff. But like, I can't, like, I can't, that's not the point of the story. If I wanted no. to watch that, I'd watch fucking children's cartoons because they're colorful. Yeah. No, there, there were little things. Like, I feel like you could have buried the lead on Palpatine more. Oh, uh, yeah. If you were going to have a minute, bury that a little bit heavier. Don't have him in the fucking first 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, B, you don't really need to explain it. Like they went into detail, too much detail explaining why he came back. Like you could have just fucking, he had figured out immortality by that point. Yes. He knew that. Yes. You could have left it at that and he's just fucking has managed to limp on as a skeleton. Yeah. Yes. He siphoned enough force from other people that like, you didn't have to throw cloning in there as an excuse or anything. Like he's. If you're already leaning so far into Space Wizard, fucking just keep it Space Wizard. Yeah. Like, he'd survive by the sheer will of the Force. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, I, I I agree with you. Um, Nysa Ren, I don't even know why you bring them in at that point in time. They, no, they like, at that point... nothing. I get Because, yeah, you haven't heard about them for a full movie at that point. Yes. Because I don't think the second one ever mentions the Knights of Ren. No, they don't really even mention them in the first fucking movie. It's, it's said, like, once. Yeah, and everyone like so butthurt about like, oh, the Knights of Ren, the Knights of Ren. And then the second one didn't have them. So like, we're the Knights of Ren. Yeah. And then, of course, rather than just being what they should be, which is a bunch of generic training Darksiders, they're this fucking weird group of vampire hunting looking fuckers that suck. all have different weapons and all this other thing that follow all that cliche. Yeah, and they suck ass. They literally got General Grievous. <laughs> yeah. The they literally got hey you know how you know this thing that should be super fucking cool and is cool in everything except for the movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> even count dooku is that they dropped the that's ball very so true. much on on care like this is the thing i don't understand and and any this is the one time anybody can at me at this because we talk about this all the time hmm. besides the fucking marvel of cinematography and movie m- magic from the first three movies and all of the the stuff that people have done outside of that that re not, not that reality but that that set of canon like all the back yeah. stuff the addition stuff that people put on that aren't made yeah, movies. star wars isn't good like the concept of star wars is good but like it sucks <laughs> yeah you right now are at a situation where out of nine movies you have maybe five of those that are good. Oh man, you're and solid. further than I am. Yeah, I take um, two. Or and two. I'm being generous with the first of the newest trilogy and the last of the other trilogy. Yeah, fair enough. Of the, fair enough. Um, I'm being kind of generous with those two. Yeah. Uh, and then of course your first ones, which are, let's be it, Jedi is the weakest of any of those. Yeah. But that's why I only um, give it to two. I give it to two and a yeah. scene. Yeah, and then from there, all of your other world building, all the other major shit that's happened that people love has happened outside of the movies. Yeah. So Clone Wars, which is the key example, five seasons, and then people clamored for a sixth one to finish it off fucking, how, seven years later? Yeah. And that's what you needed to tell to fill in those gaps. Yeah. Um, Dude, I'm 100% with you. I I don't understand what people... Yeah, and, and to a point where you look at the new canon, and people get the most excited with the new canon when you bring something from the old one in. Yeah, 
And that's so people went fucking nuts on rebels when Tarkin showed up, right. or not Tarkin, um, Thawne, or uh, Thrawn, uh, Admiral Thrawn, Admiral Thawne, Thawne sorry, yeah, I yeah. think, yeah. Uh, people went nuts when he appeared with good reason because he's a fucking epic character and Rebels handled him really well. Um, uh, fucking, I'm trying to think of what the other newest one that they they did the deep pull from. Uh, Saw Gerrera, that was a big one. Mm-hmm. People were stoked when they found out he was in Rogue One. And again, that stemmed from Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, I think probably the biggest thing is that Star Wars fans... Oh, the Outrider in Rebels. I forgot that the Outrider made an appearance in Rebels, and that like blew up the internet. Right. But, but I think the thing is, Star Wars fans, at the end of the day, most of them, don't know what they want. You're very right. And that's your problem, because you're trying... Like, they're trying to make the movies, like... Oh, they need to be happy. Well, do they? Because I don't know. It's and this is I probably a full episode we could have on its own. So I'll probably just yeah. not go on it. Well, and the the problem is you can tread a line between happy and serious. The Mandalorian is proof of that alone. Yeah, well, that, but that's because every episode is fucking evidence of that. Yeah, but that's what I mean, right? Like that's something where they I don't think they took consideration of what Star Wars fans want. I think they took no. Star Wars and made some like. They took a concept that was good and went, yeah, we can just make this Star Wars. It's not that hard. Let's give it to these guys who've done other stuff good and let's hope for the best. Yeah, where everything else Whereas is Mandalorian, like, yeah. you had a full, you had five directors who love Star Wars. Yeah. And you had a ca- group of special effects people who love Star Wars. Right. But, but, but <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I mean for the Mandalorian. Like, I think it's because you can write, the Mandalorian doesn't have to be Star Wars. Right, but Um, the other stuff, like all the movies, you can keep it as distant or as close to the movies as you want to. Right, right, but I just mean not even like not even Star Wars at all. Like I mean, you could just change that to be anything, and it's good because it's Mm. written well. But you can't change any of the Star Wars movies to anything else because it doesn't make any fucking sense. It barely makes sense as Star Wars. Yeah, and and I think that again, that's the the problem. That's at least what I have the issue with those movies. Again, I can go well, and I think that's where the Mandalorian succeeds, right? Because you're not. Well, you do deal with the Force, but you don't... It's not as forefront as what it is in the movies and everything, right? right? But again, I think they, um, they worked on making something that was good first, besides just worrying about it has to be Star Wars. Yeah. Um, also, that that's going to be my other thing. You should definitely finish The Mandalorian, and you should definitely watch at least Episode 4 of Disney Gallery. Fine. You could probably watch Episode 4 of Disney Gallery for the technology without seeing The Mandalorian. And you shouldn't get too many spoilers. Yeah, I might still, nonetheless. I, I'll, I'll work on it. Maybe it'll be the thing I watch this week. And... Yeah. Because um, I got to tell you, man, the technology that went into the way they shot that show, is incredible. it blows my mind. Yeah, I'll have to look into it. It, it literally fucking, it broke me. Because I was just like, is that literally what you guys did to make this? Because that's fucking A, brilliant. B, changes the way that you shoot anything going forward. Right. Fuck. Um, yeah, I'll have to look into it. Because you've already and just, sold me. Yeah, like, I'm so mind-blown. The amount of stuff that they did practically in that show that I, if you had put it in front of me right then, I would have told you, well, they must have done that in CG. Right, yeah, yeah. They had to have. The amount of stuff that they did practical and the the technology that they came up with to do it, like, it'll literally change the way that people make movies going forward. Yeah. And TV. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll have to uh, check it. If it doesn't, then everybody in the industry is fucking stupid. Yeah, they're doing it wrong. Yeah. No, fair enough. Like, um, I watched three movies, um, of, of notoriety at least. Mm. So I watched the invisible man. Okay. Um, eh, it's about, yeah, to me, it, 
it didn't look like it was going to give us anything better than Hollow Man. So I was just um, like, yeah. Kind of. Because at one point in time, I was like, oh, where's the obligatory uh, Invisible Man rape scene, which didn't exist. So I was like, oh, thank God, because that's not necessary mm-hmm. every fucking time. No. Um, it's, it's half an hour too long, I think, is the issue. Mm. Um, and somewhere in the middle, it makes no sense. And then it does what you would think would solve that issue. And then it doesn't if you look too much into it, which is what I did. <laughs> mm. um, but it ends okay. It's just there's a part in the middle. Um, I can't say it because it'll spoil it, but it could have been done. Uh, I, okay, it can sound might be spoiled. She gets framed for something. But it is yeah. it is done in a way that if there were security cameras or if anybody looked over would have been like, I don't know. I saw a fucking flying knife. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, where it could have been done like during a hug or during something that was closer. So that it would have been less note. It just that like mm-hmm. that that just lost me because it's like right. that makes absolutely no sense. This dude has been being the fucking creepiest, smartest dude imaginable. And this is what he did. Yeah, he fucks up here. Yeah. But it wasn't even a fuck up. It doesn't affect him in any way. Right. It all works out fine. And that's where it lost <laughs> me because I'm like, somebody just looked. There's no security camera in this <laughs> restaurant. What is happening? Yeah. Um, so anyways, it's about half an hour too long and it kind of gets it. It confuses itself a bit um, with some stuff. It has an okay plot twist, kind of. And then there's the end. So it, again, mm. it's okay. It's about half an hour too long, I think is my thing. It's two hours. Yeah, that's that's a lot of content asking for a concept like The Invisible Man. Yeah, I think mainly just horror movies. It's That's a little too long because there's not... You don't mm-hmm. need as much backstory in horror movies. As you oh, I agree. I think... Uh, I'm trying to think. Crawl, I'm pretty sure it was only an hour and a half. Yes. So, um, And even that, you were starting to get to be like, okay, you either got to get away from the gators or not at this point. <laughs> yeah, you like, need to figure it out. Either kill yourself, marry the gator, or get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I haven't seen it. I'm just being funny. Um, the next movie I saw, which I actually thought was very good, and I would uh, recommend if you have not seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, was fuck. What the hell is it called? Uh, hide and seek. <laughs> or ready or not? Ready or not is what it's called. Oh, okay. Right. Ready or not? Uh, yeah. Ready or not. And that's the movie where this girl gets married, and then the family plays hide and go seek. Oh yes, okay. But, I, I, and it's got Adrian Brody in it, right? Yes, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 a pretty good movie. Um, it's nothing too crazy, but it's an hour and a half. You get in, you get out. And by the time you get out, you go, oh, that was a fucking crazy thing that I just watched. Um, <laughs> but it's good. It's it's fun. It's good. It's all that stuff. So. Thank you for reminding me about that because I've been that's been on my list for a long time and I keep forgetting about. Uh, yeah, it was on my list too, and I just forgot about it. And then I ended up watching it. And then last but not least, the big one that I saw was I watched Scoob. Ooh. Um. Or ooh or Rutro. Uh. Rot Brad. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't. Um. It does a pretty good job. Um, very quickly, them getting into it, that kind of stuff, and then it gets into them as uh, adults. It does change a little bit. Velma is Spanish or Hispanic. I'm not sure which oh, okay. one. It doesn't change. Anything. I mean, let's be honest. That was a pretty white group, so yeah, it helps. makes sense. Um, 
and yeah it's not that bad it's a it's a weird concept about friendship and like more so than you would think because they're friends so yeah. um but yeah and just yeah but how often do you really think about that while you're watching scooby-doo like yeah well that's for sure how often do you really think about the relationship that these four people have in the dog like, yeah yeah so. um and then a handful of like secrets and like easter eggs for things and and that kind of stuff um simon cowell is in it which is kind of funny <laughs> it kind of what starts off the whole thing because they're talking about like we need to get more serious than just doing whatever so like we have to like grow our operation so like simon cowell's there being like oh well see freddie you're the the you're the tank you're the, the strength like you're just here to be the tough guy and you know, Velma, you're the smarts. You do, you you know, you're you're genius. You do all this stuff. Uh, Daphne, you're the empathy. You're you, you know, you're the one that who feels for the people and that kind of stuff. There, and then it's like, and you two do nothing. <laughs> 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 and so they get upset and leave, obviously. And then that's where everything comes into play. But yeah, it's it's also interesting because um, I guess little spoiler and the and the voice acting actually is really good because I did not know half of the people were who they were. I looked it up in the middle and was that's like, cool. oh, okay. I that I love when that does happens. Does not sound like that movie. person at all. Um, yeah. To give you an idea, Mark Wahlberg is somebody, and pff, I wouldn't have known if I didn't look it up. I love it. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna look it up. I'm gonna watch the movie and just try to figure it out. Um, and then I think one of the cool concepts, and it's not. A, I don't think it's a spoiler because I don't really have too much to do with anything. But the blue falcon in it is not the original blue falcon. It's his son. Oh, that's cool. So there's a story arc there about him not being good at either so he's kind of in the same boat as scooby and shag where he doesn't he's not a superhero right like he's not his father he's just was kind of given the role he's just a <laughs> strong guy um, that's awesome so there's that whole thing like so it. it's not bad it's not it's nothing great it's a kid's movie but it's not yeah. it's not bad i would still say probably the best scooby-doo movie is the animated zombies movie yeah but I agree. this is not bad it, it this kind of keeps the same thing velma never loses her glasses so they got rid of that which is good make her useless um they really go with the fact that fred is just dumb and strong which is is good um mm-hmm. i never really have an issue with that because it it it's again this is one of those times where it's nice to flip the 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 role of who is you know the damsel in distress on its head there is real no damsel yeah. in distress in this even when something like daphne or somebody does that it's like on purpose right it's never like it's never because they can't they're not capable mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's it's very interesting, and then obviously the bad guy is uh, Dick Dastardly, so you have that as yeah. well. So lots of but lots of, of characters. Captain Caveman is in it, obviously. Um, uh, for yeah, we had mentioned that that he had been yeah he was uh, on the poster, a, and he's he's in it yeah. for a decent amount that it's like not a surprise. Oh, um, that's cool. I would say he's in it for like ten minutes. That's all right. Um, we can deal with that. Maybe maybe, no, maybe five minutes. I don't know. It, it's 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 a good portion of the movie for what it is, and then yeah, the, the after credits has a bunch of like. Hong Kong Fooey and um, Grape <laughs> Ape and the the shark and the Howdy Doody, the horse, whatever his name was, um, the cowboy horse, and uh, just a bunch of, like, jokes at that stuff. Oh, oh Al Kabong, sorry. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, I just remember Hong Kong Fooey <laughs> and Grape Ape. Cause I, <laughs> I remember Al Kabong because I've probably watched fucking the Spruce Moose or whatever it was. <laughs> Uh, like Yogi and the Spruce Goose. I probably watched that movie a thousand fucking times when I was a kid. Fair enough. Um, and then so. in the there's a part where they're in, like at an arcade and they even have like one of the arcade machines is Wacky Racers. <laughs> or no, it's the Laugh Olympics. 
That's funny. Um, and that kind of stuff. So just like hints at that for people. Oh, actually, r- really quick, and and this is kind of what I'll end on because we're we're this is probably one of our longest episodes, but um, it it at the very beginning does an incredibly good job of not really. Like, obviously, it's present time because there's Twitter and, and phones and that kind of yeah. stuff. But at the very beginning, because, you know, Scooby-Doo has been Scooby-Doo for who knows how many people, like, yeah. their first thing. So there's the part of the beginning where, like, Shaggy has no friends, right? It's how he becomes friends with Scooby. Yeah. He puts on his music, and it's 90s, like, sad music. And then he clicks another thing, and then it's 80s sad music. And then it's, like, 70s sad music. Nice. And then he listens I to, like, it. a self-help book on how to make friends. But it does that thing where it's like, what generation is it? Because he's list like he listens to all of this music. Yeah, and it That's cool. it was very clever. I thought it was very clever that it did that I because like that. obviously, Scooby has been Scooby Doo for tons of people, not just oh yeah, new generations. So. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah, I thought I thought it was very clever. So yeah, I think it's good overall. I don't think it was great. Uh, so yeah, wicked. Yeah. No, uh, I'll do it kind of say it, just given the fact that you've watched that now and you've got formulated that, especially that scene, uh, film theory has, uh, what is, or what are Scooby's origins right now that he made prior to Scoob? Right. Um, probably worth you watching right now oh, uh, interesting. or sometime in the next couple of days anyways. Yeah, I probably will. But cause it's very interesting because it goes through the whole like lore of Scooby-Doo through the original series through, they even mentioned the supernatural crossover. Like it's it's, I mean it's film theory. It's in depth. So nice, nice. Yeah, I don't think they. This is like one of those things where like clearly they've never seen real ghosts or anything before. Yeah, and it's funny they actually like Matt Pat goes into that where it's like there's two separate things where they encounter real supernatural things, and then there's the normal universe where they encounter people in masks. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a whole thing about that in determining which is the real timeline and whatnot, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I might have to check that out, but yeah, yeah. I, it was. That's a fun twenty minute watch. Yeah, it was a movie I was not upset seeing. So that's always a good thing. Yeah. Um, you got anything else? No, that's uh, that's pretty much everything for me. Guess what? Me neither. So is that all? <laughs>